I'm Simon, and a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family. Today, and a legacy for the future. Fast forward two years, and I've managed to generate over £10,000 worth of monthly passive income. I've set up the business, scaled the business, and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day, and how you can do it too. Hey, Simon here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where we focus on all things property, creative cash flow, and of course, how to be financially independent today, not in 25 years. And the topic of today's show is going to be all about money. Are you working hard, too hard for your money? Or are you making your money work for you? And I genuinely believe that is the key difference between, you know, the average person and a more wealthy, financially secure person. They found ways to not rely on just working for money, but they're making their money work for them. And it's all about compounding efforts, compounding interest. And over time, that becomes super, super powerful. So yeah, before we get into it, Merry Christmas. Hope you had an amazing day and time with your family. It's absolutely been a tough year. And I know if you're like me, I can't wait for 2021. New start, new year. I'm going to be setting some new fresh goals and pushing forward and hopefully we're going to start to see the back of this um, C word stuff and be able to move move forth. But it's a really, really important time to reassess and just look at exactly, you know, where you're at and where you want to be. And I think this key, key little thing could make a huge difference in your life if you can start to implement it. And I know it's made a massive difference for me. So what I mean by this is... The average person probably has a job and that is their sole and main source of income. So they exchange their time for their money. They work for their money. And, you know, they might make some savings. And once upon a time, they might have had a little bit of interest from their bank account. But these days, interest is abysmal. It's terrible. So generally speaking, if that's you, you can't even consider the bank interest as an income stream. You've got one source of income. Now they say the average millionaire, I think, has six or seven income streams. So it's about not making the money, but then making the money that you earn work for you and create more money. It's like get your money to have babies. And the way I look at money now is they're almost like your workers or your soldiers. And once you make the money, you want to put them to work to bring in more money. Um, and the way money works is it is it likes to flow. It likes to flow freely. Have you ever noticed that, you know, you might get a pay rise 
you know, get a lottery win. Somebody reaches out, like the um, the utility company reaches out to let you know that they owe you £200, you've overpaid. And you start to build up this positive momentum. But to the same degree, if you're in a bad momentum, you know, you might get a car parking ticket. The taxman might come and say, actually, you've underpaid, you need a bit more. And, and the car breaks go all at the same time. And that's the way money works. It likes to flow. So once you make your money, the worst thing you can do is hold on to it and not let it work. You know, these soldiers, these workers, they want to work. So what I've learned is that once you've got that income coming in, you've got that 5,000 or 10,000, you need to find ways to make that money grow, to make that money work for you. And my first experience of this was through music and the intellectual property and how I would record a song and every time that song got streamed or purchased, I would earn. So, you know, things like books, music, film and all that stuff, you know, it's got a great passive income element, but obviously that's not available to everyone. And property is an absolute beast at doing this. And that's why a lot of wealthy people, in fact, most wealthy people are involved in real estate, property in one way or another. So whilst I'd had it a little bit in, in music, it wasn't until I purchased my first investment property and I started, you know, I maybe put 20, 30K, I think it was 30K into this property. And every month that 30K was working for me and bringing me in £600 net profit every month. Okay. And then what I was doing is I was building up the 600s until I could do a rent to rent. And then that rent to rent would earn me, say, another 600s. So and I'm earning £1,200 a month. Okay. And then those £1,200, I would build up, build up. And then every four or five months, I could do another rent to rent, five, six grand. And then all of a sudden, it was nearly two grand coming in every month. So that meant every two months I could do a rent to rent and then it built up to five grand. And then every month I was doing a rent to rent. Now I do about three or four rent to rents in one month, no problem. And as you can see, the rule of compounding every single time this money compounds and it's got to the point now where, you know, every three months, not only can I do a good amount of rent to rents, but I can also purchase a property all through making the money work. So what I really want for you guys is to make that transition. If you are working for your money, and at the moment you're not making that money work for you, think about ways of doing this. How can you find ways to do it? A great way is property. Um, if, if you can't afford to buy, I always recommend rent to rent. Even if you can afford to buy, if you listen to last week's episode about owning and controlling, you know, is it best to own property or control it? You will see how powerful rent to rent can be. And I could do 10 rent to rents for the same money it might take me to do one purchase. And the 10 rent to rents would bring in 10 grand a month and the one purchase would bring in one grand a month. So you want to find ways to create these income streams. You know, as I say, the average millionaire, I think, has six or seven income streams. And then what you do when you get this money coming in, you don't want to blow it. You want to reinvest that so it compounds. 
and only spend the money that <laughs> this is a bit of a tricky um, concept to explain. But let's say, for example, you earn 10 grand. You got 10 grand in a bank account. You want to make that 10 grand earn another, say, 10 grand and then spend that 10 grand, not the first 10 grand. Don't spend your money. Spend the money that your money earns for you and you will grow wealth at an alarming rate. And don't get me wrong, it is a long game compounding. But once you start to build up momentum, you'll be so surprised and it, it's, it's the best feeling to just see this money coming in that you're not having to work for. And that's financial independence. Because once your passive income, the income that you're not working for, overtakes or is equal to the money you are working for, you can leave your job. You can retire or you at least have the option of walking away from that job. And that's what it's all about. That's why I started this podcast because I was so sick of having to work so hard for my money and working for other people, making other people rich. And, and I was like, no, no, I need to change this. And I was also really sick of, you know, getting money and then just giving it somebody else straight away. <laughs> it's a crazy concept. You work so hard for this money and then you give it someone else. That's why the saying is pay yourself first. So what I really, really strongly recommend is whatever you're bringing in, make sure that you're taking a percentage of that, even if it's just 5 or 10% at the beginning, and paying it into your investment account so that you have got a kitty building up that you can get to work for you. And, you know, obviously, I'm not an accountant, I'm not a financial advisor, so I can't give open advice on this, but these are just my opinions, my experiences. And honestly, I really think 2021, if you're not already doing this stuff, you want to start trying to Make your money work for you. It's a great feeling. Um, and just one final thought. Don't be afraid to outsource. You know, it's not just about making your money work for you, but it's also about making, uh, making, not making, but um, allowing and embracing other people working for you. So what you can do is you can reinvest that money in yourself you can reinvest that money in other people to free up your time. You can reinvest that money in better skills and talents so that people that are good at stuff or have expertise that you don't can fast track your journey. You could reinvest that money into your business for a massive amount of time. I wasn't drawing money out from my property business. I was just reinvesting it and compounding it. And don't be afraid to do that. So that's all from me, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for supporting me all of this year. Um, happy New Year to you and your family. I'll see you on the other side. And one more thing, don't wait 25 years. Get creative. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.